When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And we are in for our second episode of HBO's The Last of Us. And we're here to answer the question, Is was it lightning in a bottle for episode one? Or is The Last of Us actually maintaining its, its strong grip on our attention is it a strong good second episode or did we kind of get phased out with episode one did they put all the stops with episode one we're here to deep dive episode two to answer that question uh but with me as always well not not last week but this time for episode two of the last of us is fellow yonko grandmaster who grandmaster are you gripped by a clicker for the last of us uh, i mean i i Yes, um, I'm here. I'm watching it. It's enjoyable. Uh, clickers wow. are. I mean, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, it's a very specific question. So. You sound enthused by The uh, Last of Us. Again, it's a. I think you just. It's too specific of a question. I'm not here for clickers. Let me ask you, are you enjoying, did you enjoy episode two? Did you enjoy? I enjoyed episode two. Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Remember my expectations of the show are probably not as high. I'm not a, I did not play the games, you know? Right, Um, right. Arkham. Right, 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 right. No, not Arkham. Uh, I just, you know, I don't have this uh, preconceived knowledge of what is supposed to be translated onto screen. I'm just coming in as just a casual viewer. So uh, it doesn't have a lot to do to win me over. So I enjoyed it. And that's all that matters. We have Supernovas here alike to help us deep dive this week's episode of The Last of Us. Vienna, Vienna, Page and Dr. Mondo. And all right, let's get into it. Episode two. Um, what do you guys think overall? Uh, you know, I know episode one was a very strong intro. Uh, Dr. Mondo was with us last week to uh, deep dive episode one. And we pretty much said that the first half of the episode was like the best part easily. Um, but now that we're in the second episode, they're starting to adapt what The Last of Us game is really focusing in on in terms of mechanics you know we're outside of the safe zone right we're outside of society and we're now in the wilderness the infected are looming in buildings and corridors and alleyways this this episode two was literally the game 
This is you managing your resources. This is you, uh, you know, loading up on ammo, finding ammo out in the wilderness, you know, just surviving up until you get to your next destination. How did, how did you guys feel about episode two overall? Uh, I really liked it. Um, it was just, I liked the beginning again, like starting with a flashback and just like really kind of putting into perspective how bad it was, how you see this like lead scientist and like when she sees, you know, the the dead body of the, the zombie, the infected or whatever. And how like she's just broken. And like it, it tells you like why, you know, the cities look as they look now. She said, I was like, oh, what can we do? There is no cure. There is no vaccine. I've been researching this my entire life. What's the, what do we do? I was kind of expecting to a certain moment, just pray. And then like she says, <laughs> bomb. <laughs> but like, honestly, shit. she went to the, the most you, brutal. Yeah. Like, like I was solution. expecting a, like, I was expecting like just pray and be with your family. And then the, uh, no bomb, bomb it all. <laughs> it's the only way to contain it. I, I can tell you now, obviously this was not from the game, similar yeah. to how the, the interview from last week's episode was also not in the game, but I think these are great ways to kind of expand on questions. Like, how people... did ever like it's like what happened that really just like caused this cataclysm this catastrophe giving you like right. the the origin perspective right and, and and even also you know what happened with the rest of the world you know in in the video games they never directly address like oh yeah uh india fell in 2006 uh yeah you know this country in africa fell in 2009 they like hint at it like like you know you have characters in like random dialogue say what happened to the rest of the world and you get people's assumptions on what they think may have happened but mm -hmm. here they're actually showing you I, I i think that's really cool you know we're in indonesia in this intro and yeah. it's just cool to see like the rest of the world suffered the same way that you know the the Western world did, you know, in, in, in North America, but maybe, you know, they have other factions now over there. Maybe they have a, a Fedra type of unit that's like militarized in these other countries, maybe, but you know, they went through their own ordeals when the world came to shit. So I think that's really cool that uh, now my expectations are with every episode, they're going to showcase like the first like 10 ish or so minutes of just like, somewhere else around the world whether it's like a flashback mm -hmm. or um like like just how the rest of the world reacted to the infected i i'm almost expecting like how a prison reacted in like the eastern side of the world like, like just some random prison somewhere yeah. uh maybe it could be russia I, I don't care anywhere anywhere and see how the infected spread in that prison I, no, think, I, I, think I, I really like those like the the first little 10 minutes i was like okay i'm not expecting this and then i was like oh i like it like the, how the dramatic tension builds up there but really right. they did a fantastic job and we're gonna talk about it but they nailed the clickers they freaking nailed it oh for sure uh i mean i'll just get it out the way the the second episode was really good <laughs> It was really good. The first episode was not just a dud or, you know, a, a j just happenstance luck. It was a trend. It set the standard for what to expect throughout the rest of the series. Episode two is carrying that trend. 
Um, and it picks up immediately where we left off last week. You know, they discovered, mm-hmm. you know, that Ellie is infected, but well, I guess not infected, but like she has, she, she was bitten. She was yep. bitten. And so, uh, but she's not turned like she, she hasn't turned into like one of the mindless, um, infected or a clicker or anything. She's like normal. She's still human. Um, and Joel and Tess are are kind of not buying it. They 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 cannot understand as to why someone that was bitten is not being turned. Uh, Grandmaster, were you following along with uh, like the story in in The Last of Us up until this point, or like are you are you still trying to figure out how is how is Ellie not infected? What's the key to this mystery? Is it is it somewhere across the world? Um, no, I mean, I'm following along just fine. I'm just letting y'all fanboys get out your little fandoms and get I'm out not, your little I'm not fangasms a out. I'm not a fanboy of, uh, of Last of Us. I explained this in the, la- in the last pod. Did you, you listen play to the, the first last game, pod? though, right? You play the I, first game, I play, right? I played the, fa- the first game, but I'm not like a diehard Last of Us fan. No, what I'm saying is you, but again, y'all have kind of a clear expectation of what you want out of this series. Um, so I'm, I, I let y'all go ahead and get out your little, uh, <laughs> oh, clickers, clicker. <laughs> Did you um, like the clickers? Did you like them? Like, I mean, what was, well, well, actually, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like you have not touched the last of us in general. Like at this all. is the chapter I quit. This right here, uh, the, the, this episode in the game? Yes, and I will say this as far as um, my little one-to-one expectation. This did feel like the game. They became frantic. This reminded me of when if you miss that headshot, you're scrambling. You are looking for the next best way to get either get away or make the kill. So they built up the tension great. And with regards to the story, yes, I'm, I'm definitely following, you know. Uh, and what I think is what's really done really well here is when you do have those prologues, uh, they're not just as far, they're not just there for world building. They're there for a thematic tie-in. So it's like, you know, uh, that scientist who was looking at the, the patient uh, you know, before she says, yeah, bomb them all. Uh, she's like, uh, who, who have they come into contact with? She's like 14 others. And what you do with them, we executed them all. And then she goes, but who bit her? What about them? And they say, they don't know. And then she's like, okay, yeah, bomb, bomb it. It's done. It's over. Um, and there's this, uh, there's this, just this, uh, Hope is now all lost. This thing, I think this episode really the thematically is kind of like it's very hope infused. Uh cut back to present. Uh you know, they're they're in the same situation. They're studying a patient, they're studying Ellie, and they're looking at her, they're waiting for her to change. And you know, uh what's her name? Uh Tess. 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 Tess is you can see the glimmer of hope in Tess and you see the skepticism of Joel and that I think that works throughout the whole entire episode you know the distrust between Joel and Ellie and then eager beaver Tess who's like 
All right, we clearly saw her get bit. We clearly saw her not change. There's something here. There's something special here. And we got to complete this job. So, yeah, no, I think I, I'm following the story just fine. And what I think works really well is the character piece as far as watching these characters interact with each other. I mean, obviously, I know, like, just from the cover of the video game box art, it's a Tess and Joel story. We're going to see them be Tess like this. And Joel? I'm sorry, uh, Joel and Ellie. We're going to oh. see them be like this. And by the end of it, they're going to be like this. So. But it's about the journey. Yeah. Like, what no, gets correct. Them, what gets correct. them to the end. Right. And then, of course, this journey is going to be plagued with these fucking clickers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell they're doing. Um yeah, the tension was there. Tension was there. I, I, I'm following. I'm in it. I'm in it. Okay. Yeah. Like for sure. I feel like this episode definitely focused in on the infected and how much of a threat they are, and kind of like how they spread. Um, this was a, this was something that we addressed last week because we heard about you know some behind the scenes stuff about what type of things they were changing from the video game to the actual you know adaptation. Um, and it's on full display here. You know, they removed the element of the spores with the infected. And that was just something kind of contained in the game because, you know, the fungi spore, it spreads, you inhale it, bam, you're infected. Um, but they took the avenue of these tendrils. And for some reason, when I heard tendrils, I was thinking back then, like, oh my God, like what? Are the are, are the walls going to sprout like these massive tentacles and like infect people? I just thought way out there, like just something so dumb. I'm like, oh man, they probably dropped the ball on this one. I actually like this version of it. The tendrils like from the actual fungi. And, and I know Dr. Mondo mentioned it last week too. It, it's it's more realistic. It's a bit more realistic this way. Um. Were, were were you bought into that as well? Like how the fungi like spreads or um, were you at all bothered in any way? Like, oh yeah, was it different from the video game at all? No, I, like, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, in general, I mean, in general, I'm not anyone specific. Like, oh, I, like I, mean, I, I don't, I don't have the video game to go off of. So, so, so you're, so, you, but, so with that said, you're, you're okay with it. You're like, oh, okay. Yep. I, I, I well, believe it. When you say tendrils, are you just talking about when they come out the mouth? Yes. And well, well, like in general, like because at first you see them come out the mouth, and then we saw then, it in the first episode too, where the grandma had the tendrils out of her yeah, mouth. Yeah, right, right. Um, but then you also see it like on the ground, like the tendrils, like you yeah. know, wrapping around fingers and stuff. Um, like oh, that I mean, element. I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, if anything, you know, I'm not comparing it to the video game, but as y'all kind of talked about. Last week, you know, obviously you're going to probably compare it to other zombie-based apocalyptic tales. Um, you know, The Walking Dead is, uh, you know, just you get bit or you die, you will turn. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. So, therefore, it kind of becomes boring in that sense. Or at least not as intricate as a, you know, description goes. So... Uh, yeah, I think it's an organism. It's a living organism fending and fighting for its survival. This whole tale is about survival. At the end of the day, this fungus is just trying to survive. And I think as excellently put as in the first prologue in last week's episode, they said, you know, 
yeah oh yeah the temperature on earth uh it's fine the way it is but what if it got hotter what if uh and that's exactly what happened it was climate change happened and this fungus said we need to survive and that's all it's doing so in the scene for example when excuse me they shot one and then it sent that signal to the mass horde Mm -hmm. uh that was pretty cool uh yeah like the hive mind like they have a hive mind there right i like that yeah you didn't really get that in the game not like you know you you shot one likely they heard it from across you know the field or uh, a building or whatever and then they come swarming at you wherever that sound came from but this one i kind of liked more because it is like a hive mind you know they they sense one of their uh their brethren uh you know getting shot they're like oh oh who did that and they had this was definitely not in the game either the swarm element like a swarm of these things coming at you they don't like they have like you know a a, a few zombies coming at you from the games but not like this this felt like world war z a little bit like that yeah. last shot where you just saw I mean, there had to have been like hundreds of them just waking up from that gunshot and they're homing in on wherever that 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 gunfire came from. I think that was pretty cool. That that that, that was scary. It's a little scary. Well, yeah, I, I, I you see, I think that's one. I mean, they're uh, they don't have to like walk like the walking dead, but they're not on a full out sprint like uh, World War Z, but they can move. Um, they're agile enough to pick up your feet. Let's let's go. We're under attack. Let's go. Let's get them bastards. Come on. You know, uh, so that adds a fun layer because I guess it's that signal is only as strong as how much it is spread in this area, this set design. There were like roots throughout. Yeah. Like, right. And it seems that they have like these different points in the roots or whatever that are still active and if like right. some and like if something like triggers it then it's obviously oh yeah they know exactly where it is again the hive mind mentality and i found that so cool i really <laughs> did uh and like i just love the way like the zombies move because it's like because they're the way the fungus is it's, it's a parasite that kind of takes control of your brain and it's like just think of like a puppeteer like trying to yeah. make make the puppets move that obviously like the movements are going to be like really jerky or whatever <laughs> uh, it's like and, someone playing a video game they're like well, yeah how do you like, work this thing just, Come like, on. like no! how do you work it's like, just, like yeah i'm gonna make you move not efficiently but sure let's make you move and like, like that, I, I never had legs before <laughs> and like that and that's how it seems and it's like man like it's the entire the entire series at uh, at this point it's just tension building tension building tension building it doesn't i like that it doesn't rely on like these jump scares or anything yes i freaking love that because it's like even like there's some parts where it's like this is perfect for a jump scare and they're not doing it they're making you think they're gonna put a jump scare but they don't like the at the beginning when the scientist is checking the dead course you know when she was like putting Any her other hand, movie would have done it. like if Any she put her movie. hand like inside the mouth, I was just <laughs> nom, expecting, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> like right there, they did it. And just like, it's that anticipation and it doesn't happen that you're like, shit, 
I really like that they 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 don't rely on jump scares. They're they're tricking you into thinking they're gonna jump scare you, but they don't. Oh oh oh! Well, dare I say real quick? I dare, dare I you. say it is more realistic to not go with the jump scare. Yes, it when is. When she pulls out the tendrils, you know, uh, that's scary enough. You know, yes, yeah. That was what like, is this? Right, and then she absolutely knows what it is and she's like it's it's like and it was still functioning to some degree yeah it was another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Still moving around when she pulled it out. Right. And that in itself is scary. And then even in the final scene too, you could have gone easily with the gory kill of Tess. Yes. Um, But like, as you said, Dr. Mondo, they're playing marionette. They said, I want to know what a human kiss is like i don't know how i feel about that last bit that was no, just weird that part was disgusting it was absolutely disgusting. it was disgusting and i'm like they bite everyone else why is this one kissing well uh, i am at, like I mean, remember she's, that she's affected already yeah tess is infected so it's like they Ooh. only go against like towards the infected that's why they were all like ignoring her and then this random one just like goes to her yeah it's like, like almost like communicating kind of like communicating with her right. uh because like they know she's infected it's like there's no reason okay. I don't i don't need to bite you uh like you're infected uh right. but yeah it was like really disgusting and weird like that that part and i was Very. like thank like thank god she burned them all to a crisp because i i <laughs> I really couldn't handle a little bit more of that. It, it was very disturbing. I'm glad because she she spent that she whole like, time fuck, trying to fuck, 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 that, yes, that lighter. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what? Just fucking work. Just hurry up. Get rid of them. Um, but no, it's it. Thank God that scene ended as quickly as it started. Um, but uh, but yeah, th this tension was done really, really good. And again, that's. I'm going to keep tying it back to it because that's what it's inspired from. The game does almost the exact same thing, which is good. You know, it you're, you're going through a building, you're going through hallways. The characters are, are talking to each other. They're calm. They know there might be death around the corner, but they're having a conversation. There might not be a jump scare right there, but. But you're expecting the jump scare that never occurs. Exactly. Exactly. I think which the show is real, nailing Which it. is real life. You know, like the tension, like the survival part right and and you know what this is why i think they did this scene very very well and we've been alluding to it this entire time the reveal of the clicker right so you first hear about it through conversation with uh joel and ellie and tess you know they're like on a bridge or something and i think it's um ellie ellie's the one that says oh yeah you know uh, there are people that spread rumors around that there's like infected out there that, you know, um, they move around by like using echolocation or ones that are like they, they throw like chunks of themselves to like spread the virus. Are those real? And even Joel and Tess are like, uh, 
no, I don't think so. That sounds kind of sci-fi. <laughs> What's up with that? But that puts in your mind that might exist out there. And when you're not getting any cheap jump scares leading up to the first time where they're going inside that dark, um, I guess that dark area of the building and they slowly start getting quiet and they see that mauled body in the corner, you're like, ooh, they don't think an infected did that. And we haven't seen like one jump out at them. What, what, what did this? No, and it's like because like before they go into the building, like Joel sees like the roots or whatever, and he's yes. like, he's like, oh yeah, like these roots are dried up, like or something like that. There's no, they're they're dead. They're likely all dead inside because it seems that the infected they don't last that long. From what from what they're from what Joel like said, I think it's like one or two months like yeah something like that although there's some that have been infected for 20 years he right. says that right and then when he goes in they see them all body they're like oh shit like if there's one that doesn't that is alive still despite like what we're seeing out there then you know like be fucking quiet which kind of tells us like no, no either no, they don't been be counted, quiet be silent, be silent. Mm. it's like it kind of tells us that either joel and tess know or they've encountered them in the past. We don't know that. Uh, and it's just like the tension building up there, like in the room. Every obviously the exit crumbles behind them. It's just like, like well, in the game. Like just it like in the game. Does. It's like you have no fucking escape. Great. You're you're trapped. Uh, and then you hear the the characteristic clicking sound. And it's like for those who played the game, they're like, oh shit. And for they, those who yeah. Like Ethan, you did you get did you get to the part uh with the clicker? This is literally where I think I stopped playing because Did it get too hard? Well, I know I I did not you know the settings, the mode settings. I did not do the balanced play where it was like a balance of gameplay oh and God. a balance you chose of the hardest. Oh, I, I didn't choose the hardest. I think it was like the second from hardest. Uh, so it's like it's normal and there's two below it and then it's normal and there's like two above it and i was like stuck here uh like i knew tess was not gonna make it i never saw that scene because i'm over here struggling to shoot <laughs> one clicker and then i miss and then i'm running and then i'm trying to shoot again and i was like all right this ain't for me now, with that said, I probably could go back and be better. Uh, maybe I was in a rush. I don't know. But um, I recognized the setting. I was like, um, small room, some drawers to duck behind, three of y'all. Yeah. So I, I, I do recognize it. And, I and you know, again, um, it's like it's pretty one to one from what I heard from y'all talk about last week and what I hear others talk about. Uh, but I don't know if y'all mentioned, you know, Neil Druckmann, the creator, he's here. He's like yeah. the head writer on every episode. Yeah. Yes. And he's in the yeah. credits in the intro every episode. Right. Uh, he's here. And I think that's wonderful that you got him. I Shoot. Did he direct this episode? He directed. Yeah, he this did. Episode. Yeah, he did because I yeah. remember seeing it like in the cre in the credits. Right, and I'm like, okay, great. What a great episode for him to direct. You know, uh, kind of. He's like, from this point on, we gotta nail 
kind of the feel of the game in this show. And I think there was no better guy to come and direct other than the creator himself. So I totally got the that that vibe, <laughs> my terrible experience. I felt it. The moment, the moment I was like, God damn, Tess, please aim. The moment she missed, and the I think Joel missed, I was like, this is this is my experience. Was was it. that did you have um uh, a, a Leonardo a Leonardo DiCaprio moment where you're like that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That, that, that's the feeling. <laughs> they kept I they kept missing these headshots. I'm like, oh my god. No, I was just like, aim. It was I, so it obviously was they're depicting a mediocre gamer right now. <laughs> I was not, like not, L2. I was L2 R2. Come on. <laughs> right it's not that hard <laughs> can you imagine if i guess it wouldn't be as fun if they were just great it, it, it builds up the tension because you get to see more of them you get like the fact that they're missing their shots it lets you know the true fear of if they miss or if these things don't go down from that initial shot oh man game <laughs> these, over it's game over they are chasing you no matter where you go and it's that movement that 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 puppeteer style of movement like a marionette it's creepy and they just chase you like this one thing i will say and this is more of like a um i guess like a a, a meme moment this was not accurate where these clickers grabbed tess and um joel multiple times and they got a, well i guess Technically, Tess didn't go get away unscathed, but Joel did. Joel got grabbed by these things multiple times. That is complete BS because in the game, if a clicker bites, if the clicker grabs you, you're dead. And you do not have a knife to stab it and push it away, you are dead. It is getting a tendril from your neck and biting through that. So, Joel breaking through, I'm like, that's not what happens in the game. He should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but no it's definitely a great way to build up tension these things are strong you know they grab you they're really hard to push off um you better shoot for you better shoot for the head and even if you shoot at the head you know they're growing fungus out of their head it might not even hit the brain when you shoot them it might just shoot the, the fungus the flap like the, yeah that's it <laughs> so definitely a great scene definitely a great scene did, did you like you know not having um, you know, succumbing to the wounds <laughs> when you played it uh, in the game. Did you at least like this scene? Where were you like, oh wow, I can't wait to see what other creatures or variants there might be out there? I, well, for I, I okay, so like again, I know how this scene was gonna play out because you know I know moving forward it's again a Joel and Ellie story, so I knew. Tess was not coming out of here. Oh, because unscathed. Tess is not on the box art. You're like, no, you're you die at some point. Or you yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is probably Tess's exit episode. Um, so it was like it was somewhat predictable. And again, I'm coming in with just that minor knowledge, so I knew what was going to happen. I so moving forward, I will not know what's going to happen. Uh, so whether are there there are more variants of clickers, or how how are they gonna get creative? This is with... new territory for you beyond this point. Right, exactly. Yeah, this is this is my cutoff point. So, uh, yeah, I want to see how they can get more creative 
and building tension as far as you know uh you know we had this they're in a museum they're in a like a colonial boston museum uh they're i'm like please grab the flintlock pistol in that glass case or something <laughs> what, maybe it's still functional maybe maybe it's that's still, still loaded fu- that's still functional yeah right i, I like don't know like it's like a blow up in your face if it is functional well even if it does you gotta reload like <laughs> get it in there you know um so i want to see how they get creative in confined spaces more and uh obviously it's it won't be easy as far as you know it's like Oh, maybe there's glass everywhere on the floor. Maybe there's, I don't know, they're blocking the exit. I'd love to see how they get more creative. So, um, yeah, it was predictable, um, but it was still fun to see. And and again, uh, I'm glad they they didn't make this Joel and Ellie experts at killing. Um, mm. And I and I think that adds to it, too. It's like, you know, from a character standpoint, yeah, Joel and... Um, God, what's her tests go on these excursions and trips and they know the way of the land and you know they know how to navigate, but they're not perfect. Uh I think it just adds to kind of the you know, I, I don't know, the seriousness of it all that you know they're still at risk. They they know what to do, but it's like they really would rather not get in that situation. Yeah. Right. They just want their car battery, damn it. <laughs> right. All this for a car battery. To just like just to get the get the hell out. Right. So yeah, no, I thought I, I think this scene was good. It was good. It was good. Um and again, there's a lot of Well, I guess this whole episode too is just uh some good back and forth and we're we're seeing the seeds of Joel and Ellie and whatnot. How distant uh, at least Joel is. He's like, no, no questions about me. Nothing. Don't ask. Well, me yeah, anything. yeah, no, it, it's it's good stuff. It's good. Um, well, well, yes, that scene. Uh, what? Where are you from? Uh, Texas. Uh, so are you in test? Stop. We're done. That's it. <laughs> Pass. It's like I get. It's like I gave you one, like one question a day. <laughs> you. <laughs> the quota has been met. <laughs> Well, now he's going to have to start talking because now that's his only companion from here until wherever he has to go. Um, I I, kind of liked, you know, Tessa's exit in this episode, the way it was handled, because it wasn't just like, let me hold them. You go on ahead. I'll hold them back. It kind of was. But there was a purpose to that. You know, she showed Joel um, the part, the the area where, where, where she was bitten. And then right. she shows Ellie where she was bitten a second time. That was good. That was good. That was really good. And again, it reinforces that idea because I think what well, after she sprained her ankle, you know, Joel was the one being pessimistic earlier on saying like, oh, she got bitten a second time. She might turn this time. And Tess got pissed. She's like, why do you have to do this? Why? Why do you look for the worst in things all the time? Yeah. And it, it comes full circle literally like 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes later, where she's like, Joel, look, I am, I'm gone. Look at this. I am going to turn. And then Ellie, she's okay. She, she's over here cracking jokes, you know, swearing like a sailor, 
Oh my God. When she mimicked a clicker, I was like, please, that is not a good joke. (laughs) With this man, with this man, Joel, that is not a good joke. No, I, no, I, I love it. It's like she gives zero fucks. Like, it's, it's so good because that's what yeah, Ellie is. That's yeah, what I Ellie, love. Ellie in the game gives zero fucks. She's like, fuck you. She is acting <laughs> like everyone a kid else. Age. I I'm, love I'm, it. I'm, I'm just over here like this man has been gun at you all night as <laughs> you sleep. Care. And <laughs> I would have been a little bit scared <laughs> having done that <laughs> right well, after. Right, right. And then, like, I he's on edge, and you want to fuck around <laughs> and make a clicker noise. Like, you need to stop. Don't play with this man's emotions. <laughs> so, but he will not I, hesitate. Uh, help me out, though. Did she get bit on the arm or was she like scratched? No, she I think she got bit. She got yeah. bit. Okay. She got she bit, got and bit. she was like, oh, wow. Well, might as well be me. <laughs> she was just right. like, okay. Right. That's why she kind of shrugged it off the second time. She's like, oh, well, I mean, it was me, so I should be A-OK. And uh, if you hadn't noticed, you know, did did you notice how she hesitated when uh, Tess was questioning her, saying, where were you where you got bit? And then she told her where, and then Tess asked her, were you by yourself? And Ellie kind of was like, Yeah. Oh no! I, I mean, I, it, I imagine it's very subtle. It's very subtle. Very, very I imagine strong. there's a story behind how she got big. Because from what I know, what she was a military Fedra brat. Uh, right. She was born inside of those camps. Oh, I, I, I don't think she was born inside the camps, but she was raised. She was raised right. in those camps. Right. So there's there's some kind of story going on there. Um. So I missed that. But now I'm gonna pay attention more to that. She's uh maybe this is all a facade, this jokester, this uh IDGAF. <laughs> she's a um, double agent. A not that she's mechanism. a double agent, but it's like, you know, there's probably a story behind when she got bit and how she ends up with uh Marlene, you know. So or how her story gets heard, and it's like we gotta get her to the west so i will now be taking notes pay more attention take notes take notes um that's pretty much the episode i'm actually kind of excited for next week's uh i don't know if you saw the preview but um ron swanson yes from parks and rec i i didn't know he was playing uh frank i I think his name is frank frank i think We'll find out yeah. next week. But that's cool. He, he's in the episode. He cracked a joke. He he said a line at the end. He was oh, like. Oh, the uh, Arby's bit. The Arby's bit. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Why is he doing this? He th- th- That's literally uh, Swanson from uh, <laughs> Parks and Rec. It was it was spot on. It was spot on. I can't and See, again, I, I don't know anything about. I, I watched it and I was like. I mean, I, yeah, I, I figured they're out there. There are probably people surviving on their own, as all survivor tales go. Right. Uh, they, I think they, we're gonna see some raiders. Yeah, uh, and slavers. And slavers, probably at some point. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, seems like he knows Joel. Um, however, their relationship looks, I do not know. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah excited to see where this goes and let's take a look at the other aspect is 
Do we have another Negan on our hands? See, again, this is where I'm going. Uh, this is the only thing I have to look at uh, if you're familiar with Negan from The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, like, I, I really oh. am not a Walking Dead, like, but I think I saw, like, a couple of episodes and I dropped it. Okay, that's fine. Negan is uh, the dude with the bat. Ah, uh, got let, it. Uh, let yeah. me ask you this, like, you know, to, to wrap up. Having, you've seen a good portion of Walking Dead, right? Like, I've seen least... about maybe seven seasons. Um, Yeah. How many seasons are there? I think there's They're in ten, the 10 total. Yeah. Um. Um, I, I definitely fell off either with seven or with eight. I can't put my finger on it. Having watched that much of The Walking Dead, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> having that wa having watched that much, um, does is The Last of Us sticking out for you? Is it not doing enough yet for you to really get invested, or it's kind of like ah, it's another zombie survival story? I'm really interested to see because, like you know, since you haven't played the game, you kind of don't know what to expect. So, is it is it doing enough two episodes in, or is it kind of like eh, I probably need to watch a little bit more to to really figure I, out if it's standing out from like The Walking Dead? Um, I'll say this, you know, um, I think so. Those prologue scenes are really good, and they give more context versus just The Walking Dead was like, oh, they're turning. To zombies no explanation at all uh not that it needs an explanation but an explanation the way they're doing it here with the fungus the idea of survival because again this whole thing is survival <laughs> you know give some give some sympathy to this fungus they're just trying to live we destroyed this earth um they you don't know discriminate right um so with that said um is it doing enough to differentiate? And yes, The Walking Dead is probably the most prevalent other current like zombie-esque story. Granted, it just ended. Um, it's more condensed character-wise because so far we've only been following like about three characters or so. Um, is it doing enough? I mean, it's doing enough. Uh, Walking Dead in its earlier seasons was really enjoyable. Uh, then it and then it kind of did like this bite more than you can chew type of aspect where then it just kind of loses itself and the writing's not as great and stuff like that. Um, Performance-wise, though, uh, I will never... Uh, turn away from pedro pascal uh i love him since oberon uh my mother my <laughs> sister that is that is not it you sound <laughs> terrible <laughs> that's exactly what he says you are that is terrible um yeah no i will never look away he's doing great um I wasn't sold on Ellie in the first episode. She's now starting to win me over more. So uh, if anything, the performances might be the thing that's separating it. But a lot of it is still very familiar. Um, so I am waiting for if if it comes this grand slam. I am the superior zombie apocalypse. Uh, you know, but I do have a question for you two. Um, cause y'all were like, you know, y'all were really sold with Pedro and Bella. What is it that sells you about them? What are they nailing 
for Joel and Bella where y'all are invested in them. I think what at least with with Joel what they're sell what Pedro Pascal is selling me with uh is that he's a broken man. Like Joel is a broken man who lost the only shred of humanity he had when they shot his daughter right in front of him. And like for him he's surviving but he's not living. Right. And, and it's just like he's just going through through the motions this entire time. He's just going through the motions. He his outlook on the world is grim. He doesn't care who he hurts. You know, he he just like, well, I'm surviving. Like I have nothing really to live for. And he's doing a really good job. It's a man that can easily again, a man that could easily point a gun at a child without any remorse and was willing to shoot Ellie on the spot and he didn't feel anything. Uh with regards to like Bella's performance is like she nailed the L the I don't give a fuck personality of uh of Ellie. Like Ellie in the games is just like I really don't give a fuck. She's like she's very she's very she's always like joking around, very like disrespectful to like authority, all that kind of, like like a teenager. And even like when the situation is horrendous, she's just like cracking jokes and saying like I don't I don't care what you say. I like I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Uh so she's doing a, a pretty good job when it comes to that. Now we'll see later on, you know, the the more emotional parts uh which but i don't doubt that they're going to deliver because both of them are great actors no for sure i mean literally what dr mondo said to the letter these are the characters like you watch pedro pascal's performance that's literally joel like to the letter broken person uh doesn't really trust anyone and you know he he he's built walls around him attack on titan style you got to break down these wall walls maria oh <laughs> wall maria, maria. <laughs> he's got a big wall maria around him and, wall rose and ellie's coming in as the colossal titan over the edge <laughs> and trying to kick down these walls and chip away to get to to get to Joel's heart. I mean, yeah, these are the characters. Again, with Ellie, you know, it's it's that, you know, that that disrespect to authority that she has that makes us love her even more. And then also kind of like her explorative nature. She's someone that's never been outside in like the real world like this. And she wants to know how this function. And Joel's that only window to that life that she can ask questions about. Um, and I think we're going to see more of that as now that now it's just the two of them together and they're going to have to converse on their journey across, you know, the country. So right. I, I think it's really cool that um, Bella's really nailing Nelly, this uh, Nelly, Ellie, this early on, like even in that scene in the hotel lobby, you know, she's joking around, like moving the what do you call that thing where you put the suitcases on? I don't know. She's like moving that and like hitting the, 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 oh, the bell hop, right? The bell hop. It, th that's Ellie. That's what she does. Like I, if, if this was a level in the game, I would expect her to do that. I would a hundred percent expect her to do that. So, um, yeah, they're just doing a great job. Fantastic. I, these are the characters just in live action instead of a video game yep. through motion capture. And I mean, Baker. 
I think I think that's important because you know we've had other video game adaptations to where we have felt they haven't nailed uh, the characters. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think that's super important. So I'm I'm glad to hear y'all feel they are doing a great job because again, outside looking in, I think they're just doing a good job in general. But I'm glad they are adapting the characters you. Uh, grew to know so that's good to hear and again i expect nothing less when you bring on the creator to assist and he's literally got a foot in this if not his whole body is in this (laughs) he threw himself in the middle of the fire (laughs) right so it's like some of y'all i don't know in the other adaptations y'all might need to bring on the the whole team because y'all ain't doing it right and doing enough yeah you're not doing enough y'all need to step it up right now so very cool very cool i guess we'll wait and see how they do episode three in the future episodes um i'm excited nonetheless two episodes down and it still has our attention in a positive way not a negative one um and we'll see we'll see where we go from here but i think that kind of wraps up our thoughts on episode two of the last of us. Um, and we'll see what ventures that, uh, Joel and Ellie have next week. Let us know what you all think in the comments below. Uh, are you still invested with Joel and Ellie's journey? Do you feel like they did this good send off for Tess? Um, and what do you think overall about the infected? Uh, You know, do you, do you like the changes with the tendrils that they made now that we have it on full display here? And uh, do you think they nailed the clickers? That's not even a question. They, they nailed the clickers, they okay? If you say they, they didn't nail the clickers, I, 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 I will show you a liar. I will show you a liar. <laughs> Clearly, you're just, you, you are just a hater at that point. Um, but uh, let us know your overall thoughts of what you thought on episode two of The Last of Us, wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko table. If you want to check our gaming site, check out Twitch at Dr. Jace Attorney. But with that, everyone, I am your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop and Supernova Dr. Mondo clicking our way to the exit. Er, 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 er. Dr. Mondo, do it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>